get started. I'm Joe. And I'm Brian. And we are Where is the Rulebook? And we bring you a weekly board game walkthrough. During Season 1, we'll be focusing on introductory games that everyone should know and allow you to step into the world that is board games. During today's episode, we'll give you basic details of the game, what you need to know to set it up, what the turns look like. We'll also walk you through what makes the game come to a finish. And at the end, we'll talk about our experiences and how to win and if we recommend this game. But before we dive into today's game, let's go back a few weeks and let's talk about Ticket to Ride. We actually made a mistake, but we did correct ourselves during the recording while we were playing the game and talking about it later. But if you choose to draw two train cards, you can draw two from the face down pile or two from the face up pile. Unless you're drawing a locomotive card, then it's the only one you draw. In our episode, we did say that you only could draw one face up card and that was incorrect. Sorry for any confusion. But now for today's game. We are monarchs, like your parents before you. A ruler of a small, pleasant kingdom of rivers, evergreens. However, unlike your parents, you have hopes and dreams. But for now, you keep those a secret. Let's shuffle up Dominion. And we are going to play Dominion Intrigue, which is an expansion to the base game. But it changes no rules. It just gives you additional cards that we'll play through and talk about. According to this box, it takes 30 minutes to play the game. And two to four players can play it 13 years or older. Board Game Geek does say that this is best between two or three players. The game can be classified as a card drafting and deck building game. Now, where's the rule book? And when you open up the box, you will find our rule book. You'll find 500 cards, some basic treasure cards, some basic victory cards, some kingdom cards, curse cards, and there's some other ones in there too. And that's all that's in the box. Now that we've opened the box, let's set the game up. The game comes with 25 sets of kingdom cards, but each game will only use 10 of the sets. You're allowed to pick the ones you want between the players, but you both have to agree on it. If you can't agree, there is a really handy pile of 25 cards, which are randomized cards, they call it, which is one of each of the kingdom sets. You can shuffle them, deal out 10, and that's the 10 sets you'll be playing with. Once you have the 10 sets decided, you'll place them face up in the middle of the table as the supply. On the side of the table, you'll place up the copper, silver, and gold as well. You also will grab the trash card from the box, and that goes next to the supply, kind of by the, the gold. That's going to be a communal discard pile. Then you grab the estates, the duchies, and the providence cards. These are the basic victory cards. They're in every game, but the quantity changes based on how many people you're playing with. Next are the curse cards. They're available in every game also, but only certain cards will activate them. The number of curse cards that you put out on the table changes based on the number of players you have. And each player's starting hand starts with seven copper cards and three estate cards. You shuffle them, you draw five, and that's your starting hand. In Dominion, your turn is split up between three phases. There's the action phase, the buy phase, and the cleanup phase. And these go in this order. The action phase is essentially playing an action. An action is specifically a card that says action on the bottom. They can be cards that make you attack, Curse, draw, always read the card to determine what your turn is supposed to do. The buy phase lets you buy any card from the supply. 
as long as you have the coin, you can buy it. And the cleanup phase is essentially just discarding your hand and drawing five new cards for your next turn. And in each phase, you only can do it one time unless the card that you play give you extra actions. So you can play one action card. You can buy one card unless your action card says buy two cards. And if you have the coin, you can buy two then. And this game comes to an end on any player's turn when one of these conditions are met. The supply pile of the Providence cards is empty, which is one of the basic victory cards that you put out in every game. Or if any three supply piles are empty, this includes the basic victories and the action cards you may buy. Once the game is coming to an end, each player is going to count up their victory cards in their entire deck. This includes hand, discard, it's all their cards. The player with the most victory points wins. If the highest scores are tied at the end of the game, the tied player who had the fewest amount of turns because it does end abruptly, they're the winner. If there are still a tie at the end, they rejoice. They're both victors. And before we play, let's go over a few more rules. Any player is allowed to count how many cards are left in his deck, but not in his discard pile. A player may not look through his deck or discard pile anytime during the game other than to count. A player can look through the communal trash pile if they want to. And a player can also count the number of cards left in any of the supply piles. And for Dominion, the rule book says the player that goes first is randomly decided. So since you went first last time, I'll go first this time. That sounds good to me. Go ahead. We uh, use the randomizer for the 10 kingdom cards in this game. I don't think I've ever actually picked the 10. Yeah, I don't think I have I think either. I've only ever done the random. I think I've picked like one or two of the 10 and then randomized the rest. So I'm going to spend three copper and I'm actually gonna buy a silver. And I take the silver, my copper, and my rest of my hand and I discard it. And that's my buy phase, cleanup phase, and I'm gonna draw the rest. You don't start with action cards, so the first few turns you pretty much skip the action phase. For my turn, I only got two coppers in my hand, so I'm actually going to buy a courtyard from the supply pile. And same thing, I discard the rest of my hand and draw five new ones. The courtyard's nice. It lets you uh, keep drawing. I'm pretty lucky in the sense that my hand is a lot of copper, <laughs> so I could buy any of these cards. But in this game, my strategy is always gold, so I am going to continue to do this by paying three copper and taking another silver. I, too, have a lot of copper in my hand, but I like action cards, so I'm going to probably get the... I have five copper in my hand, so I'm going to play all five and do the tribute. Woo! This one actually is a <laughs> attack card towards you, um, and it makes you discard cards from your deck, so hopefully you don't get that gold that you drew. Ooh. Uh, luckily, I drew it all now, so <laughs> <laughs> I will spend three coin to take the steward and I take the steward because it allows me on my action to play it if I have it but I can get you know I can draw two cards I can get two gold from it for that turn or better yet I can trash cards I'm about thinning my deck down I only got two copper this turn so I'm gonna go ahead and buy the secret action which does have a reaction it's part of the uh, intrigue card so if Joe tries to do something to me, I have a reaction if this is in my hand. And then I discard the rest and draw five new ones. Perfect. Back to my turn. I have no actions again. 
and you can see how fast this game actually goes. I would say for two players, 30 minutes is pretty accurate. Yeah, it does go pretty quick. I think the, the longest part is just reading each card to see like what you do. And I think that I do that before the game kind of starts. Yeah. Which I don't know if I count for the 30 minutes or not. <laughs> um, so I will, once again, I will do what I like to do best. I will take three copper in my hand and I'll buy another silver. Perfect. Well, I, know you, I know you're going to make me discard. I, so. I am going to make you discard. Uh, I'm playing the tribute. Uh, so you, the player to my left, which is going to be you. No, that's that guy over there. <laughs> we're only playing two players. <laughs> uh, we'll discard the top two cards from his deck for each card named differently. Um, it gives me extra things. So if it's an action card, I get plus two action. If it's a treasure card, I get plus two coins to buy something this turn. Or if it's a victory card, I get to draw more cards. Okay. Is it just two? Yep. Just top two. If they're the same, I Ooh, lost a victory point. So I get draw two cards and one and I get two extra gold on my turn. So I draw my next two cards and these go to the trash, right? No, it's just discard. Just discard. Yeah. That card would be way too good. If trash. <laughs> <laughs> so I have seven gold technically Woo. because of the plus two. I'm going to go ahead and buy the actual gold, which is worth three coins. So I, the naming is weird in this game. And I actually have another action in my hand, but I don't have any actions to play it. So I just have to discard it and I draw five more. So I have a bunch of silver in my deck. I have four coins I can spend. I could buy a courtyard, which gives me more, more uh, cards I can draw. I wish I had five. That card's really good that you hit me with. Let me see. So we're playing with the intrigue version, like you said, that has reaction cards. I think I will take a secret chamber and pay the the two coin for it. Just just because you're going to keep hitting me every yeah. turn. I really don't want to be hit. <laughs> that's fair. And that's it. Uh, that's my buy. I had no actions and I'll draw five. I have an action card. And just because I have one doesn't mean I have to play it. So on this turn, I'm actually going to skip using my action. I'm just going to go straight to the buy. And I'm buying a great haul, uh, which... Gives me one victory point towards the end of the game, but also gives me cards and actions in future turns. That's a really solid card. Uh, it is my turn. I do have an action for once. I will play it. Uh, it's a steward. I can choose one of its abilities. I can draw two. I can get two gold for the turn, or I can trash two. I'm going to trash two. I'm actually going to trash my copper. Two copper to be exact. And they're removed from my deck. Uh, it is still my buy phase and I have three left and I will spend a three to get why not I'll also take the same card Brian just bought the Great Hall which gives you the action the card and victory point and now I draw and I'm gonna I don't have an action card so I'm gonna go ahead and buy and I'm gonna buy the torturer this time Ooh. so I get to draw three cards when I play this and each other player chooses one he discards two cards or gains a curse card uh, and this is, ironically enough, I'm going to play the Great Hall, <laughs> which is nice because I get to play it, I get to draw a card, and I get to do an action. I just got to, it basically did nothing but give me a point for my deck. Yeah. I, that's, and it's so cheap. That's why I like it so much. Yeah, it is only three points. So now I have six coins. I have an action I can do. I do have an action card, but I don't know if I want to play it. I, th I don't think I'm going to play it because I want to spend all of my gold, all six coins. I'm gonna buy an actual gold. 
and I am gonna play an action, which I just was looking through it a little bit. It's just an action, so it's not an attack. So you can't react to this one, but you can react to future cards I play, uh, which is the player to my left, discard the top two cards in the deck. And depending on what you discard, I get more, more things to do. Uh, I discarded it in a state and a silver. Ooh. So I get a victory card. I get to draw two cards and I get two extra coins to spend this turn. So I have six to spend this turn. So I'm going to buy another gold and that's my turn. So it is back to me. I will play the secret chamber, the card that was the reaction that I couldn't play because I didn't know that wasn't an attack. Uh, I can discard any number of cards to get gold for the turn. Uh, coin, one copper, I should say. Yeah. I discard two estates, bad draw, but two coins. Yeah. So now I have a total of four, and I think that I will buy... Uh, I'll buy the coppersmith. No, I'm not going to buy the coppersmith. You know why? Because I'm getting rid of all my copper. Yeah, so you're discarding <laughs> copper for some reason. It seems like you discard those copper pretty early in the game, but... Oh, it's not. We're not even done yet. I'm going to discard all of them by the end of this. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'll buy a steward for three instead. All right, I'm gonna play my great hall. Draw. I'm gonna draw an extra card. I have an extra action, which I don't think I'm gonna use because it doesn't give me anything great to do. I only have two copper in my hand this turn. I think I might just buy a victory point. It's not bad. I don't want another secret chamber currently just because you haven't bought an action card or attack card yet. So that's his turn. I will play my secret chamber. <laughs> two cards. And then I will spend the two coin from the two discarded cards plus my copper to buy another steward. So I have to wait for you to actually finish your turn for my turn. <laughs> wonder what you got. <laughs> Hopefully you don't have another secret chamber because I actually haven't been paying clo that close attention. But I'm going to use my torture, which is an attack card. First thing I do is draw three extra cards. Ooh which doesn't give me any extra actions, so it doesn't really help too much. And each player chooses one. Either, Joe, you either have to discard two cards from that hand of five, or you put a curse card into your hand. I will take a curse. The curses are actually just a negative victory point towards the end of the game. Mm -hmm. And you just take up space. Yeah. But I have so many stewards. Again, if I just have a steward in this, I'm just gonna discard it. Yeah. I have so much gold or copper coin whatever you want to call it i'm going to use it and buy maybe another attack card oh yeah i'm definitely gonna buy that that's not <laughs> fun saboteur discarding the rest of my cards drawing new ones all right so now it's my turn and i'm going to spend six and get a gold yeah my this turn's pretty easy for me also i'm gonna spend three and get a shanty town what does Shantytown do? Uh, plus two actions. Um, however, I do have to reveal my hand. Um, if I have no action cards, I get to draw two. So it kind of just it gives you the actions, but then I get to potentially draw if I don't have any actions. Currently, I've had a bunch of plus one actions that I haven't been able to use because I don't have any other actions in my hand. I don't really want to keep getting attacked. You have all these attack cards. I think I will. I'm going to play a steward to... I don't really want to trash two. I'll just use it to get the two gold. And I'll use the two gold to get a secret chamber. That's too much pretty good. It's good for what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm going to use the Great Hall. So I get to draw a card, which I actually don't have any available. So I have to shuffle quick. And it gives me an extra action. And then I'm going to use the Courtyard with my extra action, which is Oof. three more cards. Keep drawing. Just hoping to draw all my cards. Too bad I don't have any actions <laughs> left. Um, I'm going to have to buy one, two, five, six, seven. So I can buy any of the supply cards pretty much. I'm going to buy the, the minion, getting me trying to get some more actions in my turns. Uh, it's my turn and I will not play my action. Instead, I am going to play uh, eight gold or I guess eight coin. I'm going to buy a province. All right. Well, I only have an action and no coins in my hand. So guess what? I'm going to play it. <laughs> Each player reveals the card from the top of the deck, revealing just one. If it costs more than three gold, he trashes that card. <laughs> and I may gain a card costing at most two less than it. Okay. Wow. Are you going to play it? Yep. Playing that card. So you have to show me your top card. Oh, you have a... Luckily, I have a secret chamber, which I was is amazing. hoping you didn't have that this turn. I'm glad I bought a couple. <laughs> uh, secret chamber says when uh, another player plays attack against you, you just reveal this card. You reveal it. You draw two, and I can put two cards from my hand back on top of my deck. Best part is it's still in my hand. No, you, you discard it after you play it. So I'll draw two. And then you and discard two? Nope. Two on the top of my deck. Oh, okay. For future turns. Got it. Secret Chamber's pretty good. <laughs> it's only two gold, two coin to stop a five attack. But I guess you have to have it. We'll do one more, one more turn, I think is fair. And then we'll finish this up. Uh, I'll play my steward to discard or to trash two copper. And I do that because I have three gold left. And since I have three left, I will buy Great Hall. That'll end my turn. And for this turn, I'm going to use just an action. Uh, the player to your left, we do the top card. Tap two cards, sorry. And it gives me extra stuff. So that's a treasure card and a gold card. Estate and a copper. So victory cards plus two cards. And I get a bunch. I get two extra gold. That's such a good card to get early. I don't have any more actions, which is always my issue, it seems like. Uh, so I'm going to buy another Shantytown that gives me actions. Well, now that you've listened to a few turns being played, you've probably seen what we were trying to do. Joe, how do you push towards the end of the game? You kind of already gotten a glimpse of my strategy. Uh, in, my, in my game, gold is king. I, I think that... Uh, but you don't win with gold. You don't. However, I like to basically buy as much gold as I can and trash, if I can, my copper. So I'm always just getting silvers and gold. And then once I do that, I mix in cards let me draw and give me more actions. Other card games have taught me that there's the plus rule, plus one. So if you have a, the Great Hall is a good example. It has plus one action, plus one card yeah. so when you play it you get a card and you get an action essentially it actually doesn't do anything it gives you a victory point sure it's not a bad card but imagine if it said plus two cards in action it that's the kind of cards i'm looking for the cards that when you play it you get an additional effect sure and i have fun just getting gold discarding and then just spending that gold on provinces yeah it <laughs> is i mean it is nice so do you 
Is that the one that you try the end game that you try to do? Is I only buy province, uh, the big ones, the six pointers. I don't think I ever touch the estates or the duchies. Yeah. Do you try to plow, plow through and buy the provinces, or are you trying to end the game by buying things? Because yes. when you have coins, you can buy things. The game is over once that pile is depleted. Uh, regardless, there doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be three. It's that's yeah. it. So. If I can end the game by also owning that whole pile, <laughs> I will. I will win. Um, there was l- plenty of turns I didn't have gold hmm. to do stuff, and you seem to buy stuff every turn almost. Yeah, it may seem like a waste to, because you. It's so tempting to buy the actions, because you're like, oh, I want to be able to play some an action. In my in my in my mind, gold is king. Like I said, that's my kind of my motto. Uh, with most deck builders, if you have the resource to actually play the card, that's usually what wins it. But that's just me. Does it work? I don't know. <laughs> but I have fun doing it. What about you, Brian? I focus more on this, the 10 kingdom cards. I will buy silver and gold. Obviously, you saw me do it even early in this last game. I like to be able to draw. In the early game, drawing extra cards is huge because your deck is so small you need those extra coppers and silvers to be able to buy things that are worth playing. To your point, like a lot of the cheaper cards aren't really worth playing. You know, it doesn't give you, it's an even card, like you said. So if you have more of those early on, like you can start then like piling them together. So I try to draw cards early and then I start trying to add actions. I think I, I don't really focus on the, victory cards much i will try to buy the supply cards as much as possible i do buy gold and stuff but i like being able to you know in the turn have six actions and be able to play because i'm drawing cards and playing and using my deck to the full extent i i will say you have one thing there if you're drawing if you had like the courtyard which said draw three and your deck only has 10 cards. Yeah. <laughs> you pretty much draw your deck. Yeah. And I mean, that's how I was able to buy the fives, like on turn two and three. Right. Courtyard only cost two. I bought it my very first turn. And then I had seven copper in my hand. So I was able to buy everything right away. I was, I, I was talking to you before this. We play a lot of board games together. We have for a few years. I don't think we've ever played a deck builder. And I, and I, I after playing this, and it's been a long time since I've played it, I don't know. When's the last time you've played Dominion? It's been probably quite a few years until preparing for this. Right. It got me thinking, like, man, I really like deck building games. A lot of the games that we play have deck building aspects to them, but they're not full deck builders. Like, this is legit deck building. Like, that's all you're doing. Just cards, yeah. There's no board. There's no pieces. You're not... There's no story. Yeah. Really. I, I think Dominion is one of the best deck builders I know of because it is so different every time. Like, we had 25 kingdom cards. I mean, you're not going to get the same 10 ever unless you choose all 10 and do the same 10. Like, yeah, you're going to have some doubles here and there, but they're not going to be the same 10. Every game's going to be so different. And I think it's just, they do it really well. I, I like the intrigue we played this time, too, instead of the base, because the, the ability to attack and the reactions... I think adds another level. Yeah, I do like, and I think more people buy the Intrigue than the base game, or they buy them together. I think it's worth it, because that's the extra actions, those extra attacks, the reactions. 
like you said, it just it makes it so you're not just buying cards. It adds another level to it. I like that it can be. Now I, I you saw me buy a couple of those uh, secret chambers. Do I waste my my huge action as a high payoff? But if I lose, eh, it's my whole turn basically. We're there in the realm what we've talked about. I mean MSRP for this game forty five dollars. You can get it at TC Paintball in Traverse City for that same price. I think it's worth it. The box is nice. It's well organized. It's got one of the best organizations for a card game. Yeah, this game, I mean, card games are hard to organize, especially to carry the box around. Like, you can throw this box in a bag, and the cards are going to stay put perfectly. They're easy to find which 10 kingdom cards you're going to use. It's, it's laid out really well. It's, I like that it's labeled. Because most of them will have like slots or like spaces that kind of look like pieces or it's kind of like small world. Like, like small the box world. is so nice, but it's hard to know like where do I put the elves when right. I'm cleaning it up? Because there's different quantities. But with this, regardless, they tell you exactly. All right, put the saboteurs here. Put the chambers here. It's really nice, <laughs> and it looks great too when you're looking at the box when it's open. It's just so simple. It is. There's, there's not much to it. It's a, a label and cards holding. But they, they did it well. Sells it. Yeah. I think it's a pickup for sure if you don't have it. Would you say you recommend it? I, I would say I recommend <laughs> this game. I Like we said, it's been a while since I've played it, and I don't know why. Like we started playing it again, and it's a good game. I kind of think the reason is that we haven't played Dominion or other deck builders is I've noticed this trend as board gaming has been coming back. They're getting very elaborate, very flashy. And a good example is a new, a brand new game we just played revolving around the ships, around that whole solar system. There were so many pieces and moving parts, but it, it's also a cool aesthetic. Yeah. I think so many games are trying to do that instead of just focusing on like mechanics. Gameplay. Gameplay. And that's what I think Dominion is. Like if Dominion had like a board and you had to move pieces around, I think it would be too complicated. I think because I it is. I don't the, think it would make it better. I don't think it would make it better either. I think, I think a lot of games, like you said, are just adding those things to like draw your eye to it. Right. So when you look at the box when you're shopping at the store, like, oh, this game has you know a good board and all these cards and really nice dice. That's, that's where I think the game kind of... Uh, I, people know about the brand. Luckily, Dominion came out when it did. Yeah. In like the... It's, it was a 2008. 2008. Where board Expansion games were, started coming out in 2009. The board games were kind of like the... I mean, that was only like 10 plus years ago, but still board games were not at the pinnacle as they are now. And that's like our Catan games, right? I th- and I bought this probably maybe right after Catan, to be honest. That's what I mean. It's, it's, there's not many out. Like, I don't think there's very pure many builders. pure deck builders. Right. I think other games try to put it into their game. And a lot of them do it really well. But I think, like, you, like we say, it's hard to do just a clean deck builder do it well and not just be like a straight copy of Dominion because they came out, like you said, early on 2008. I, I recommend it. I'm in the same boat as you. I think this is hands down like a really good game. The box says 13 and up. We were kind of talking about that. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's accurate. I think that middle school age because, you know, you started getting into decks and cards, games in general. You start understanding like the actions and stuff. I think you could play this younger. Sure. I just don't think you're going to be able to string together like a six action turn where you're buying four things. And I think you're just going to do bare minimum. You're kind of just a placeholder if you're much younger. If you, I mean, 
if you have a child that's like really into Pokemon or Magic the Gathering, I would say absolutely. If they just understand the concept of playing cards and understanding like chaining. Yeah. The mean, chain is the part that I think that's what you have to make sure you understand. Right. Because that's, I mean, like if you, if you, your ability to see two cards and how they can work together, I think makes yeah. the game. If you play one card every turn and buy one card every turn, you're not going to, you're not going to win this game. No. You have to eventually, obviously we didn't get to a point that we bought two. So I, I had multiple actions per turn, stuff yep. like that. You have to start doing that. That's that engine building kind of technique that you just have to, you have to get through your deck. You have to be able to get multiple cards every turn. I like that it's very clean. It's a very good family game. You can play this with your family and everyone can still have fun. Yeah, I, I like that the cards are so easy to understand. You read them from top to bottom. You do them in the order that you read them from. The cards themselves are about the quality you would expect to from a playing card. Like, it's not bad. They're not going to chafe really uh, easily. We've talked about this in the past. Is there anything that you change in the rules or that you would add to this game? I know we've said that we're not game designers, but we both have played quite a few, <laughs> I would say. For me, I really can't think of anything that I would change except for the randomized the st supply pile, the beginning, the 10 kingdom sets. What would you change? I honestly, maybe it's because I haven't played in so long, I don't think I've ever chosen oh, okay. <laughs> the first 10. It's always just been like, oh, we use the this pile to figure out what yeah. the 10 are. So are you saying that you think that that's I the I think that should just be the rule. That's the only way you should play it? Yeah, and then yeah. a house rule would be then at that point. You, you want to add the Great own. Hall or something? Yeah, I could see that. I think it would be cool if the randomizer had a few that were, oh, because you are playing the torturer, you have to put the secret chamber in oh, or something like that. So I think true. it'd be cool if they did that together, like chain, that's that chaining that we talked about. If they did that for you, like, oh, you're going to have plus two actions of the shantytown. We, re oh, maybe it's a recommendation. We recommend that you now use, you know, the great hall, for example, or something. I like that. You know what else? Thinking about that at first, I was like, you know, it would make sense that every time you have the, the torture, there's a secret chamber. But then when the games get stale, I kind of like that you could have games of like, oh, my gosh, there's five attacks on the board, but there's no way to stop yeah, it. That's true. It would probably take away some of the replayability. But maybe they could add the we recommend. We were also talking before when we were setting this up. This is one of the nicest rule books that we've seen, probably that we've seen this season. It has like full paragraphs explaining the actions and what it means. But then on the side of the page, it has like a summary. So you can just quickly glance and say, what does my starting hand come with? And then you find that in the, on the side. And then you can read the paragraph about the full setup of the hand if you, if you need to. But just really quick for someone who knows the rules, just to get that quick refresher. I, I like that you don't have to read through the whole paragraph. I'm, I'm on that same boat with you. The reason our podcast even existed because of one specific rule book that was so bad that we had to go back to it every five minutes. Yeah. Plus the name. It's true. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I don't think we'll probably ever talk about that game on this podcast. But Probably not. Other than right now when we're kind of hinting towards it. Uh, maybe. I don't think we're ever going to cover that. I hope you enjoyed today's game walkthrough. And if it's been a while, let's grab this deck builder off the shelf again and give it another shot. 
for upcoming episodes, we'll be celebrating Halloween with some staples like Mysterium and Horrified. Check back every Wednesday for new episodes. You can always find our page on Instagram at instagram.com slash whereistherulebook or email us at whereistherulebook at gmail.com. If you're in Northern Michigan, please join us at TC Paintball on Sunday, October 24th. We'll be hosting our second game day from 1 o'clock to 5 o'clock, where we'll be introducing, guiding, playing, Mysterium, and any of the other games that we've covered. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a rating on your podcast app today. This episode is sponsored by TC Paintball, local to Traverse City, Michigan. TC Paintball is a paintball, airsoft, tabletop, card, and board game store that excels at bringing in the community for all of us to enjoy our hobbies. But all of these games either belong to one or both of us and are not paid sponsorships. Also, to all of our listeners, you can receive 10% off all board games and 15% off featured board games each month just by mentioning to the cashier where is the rulebook to receive the discount at the register local to TC Paintball. And a huge thank you to John Ransom for making our theme song. Again, if you're in the Northern Michigan area, come play games with us at TC Paintball or at least stop in and see them for your next board game purchase. And if you love the theme song as much as us, check out Jack Pine for more music with John. Thanks for playing. <laughs>